Hello everybody and welcome to a special report edition of the Sam's Report. I know you're probably wondering why am I getting a new podcast on Monday, but uh, late last night, Microsoft clearly announced the Xbox One S, or was also known as the Xbox Scorpio, and I've been looking forward to this for quite some time, and having literally slept on this for a little bit, I wanted to kind of get some things out there about thinking about if you're going to pre-order this, what are you going to do? Um, you know, for those not familiar and catching up early on Monday, uh, it is coming November 7th. It will cost you $499. Uh, that's US. So go look for your local currency. Um, I know in Australia, because I know there's quite a few listeners out there, I believe it's $649 dues. So uh, in in Great British pounds, I believe it's four forty nine, and so it, it it this is not a cheap machine by anything by any standards. But at the same time, it's a you know this is the leading console in the industry at this point when it goes on sale later this year, and so we already know all the specs. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drill through all that. We know it's four K. We know everything else that's coming. We know what's we we know the whole story now, and Microsoft put on their E three yesterday out in Los Angeles, and. You know, they showed off a lot of good games. They showed off a lot of indie games, and they're getting some crap for the indie games, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, they showed off Crackdown. I've, I've been a big fan of Crackdown. I didn't like Crackdown 2. The original Crackdown was great. Crackdown 3 with Terry Crews is going to be the leading star of this. I, it it kind of looks funny. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I'm going to be curious to see how this plays out. Another big game that I'm looking forward to that Microsoft announced as an exclusive is Player Unknown Battleground. This has been huge in the PC industry, and it is coming to the Xbox as an Xbox exclusive. All good stuff. I mean, that, that game is, I think, going to be very good for Microsoft. And again, like I said, lots of good indie games. Now, people were giving Microsoft a ton of crap about indie games. And let me kind of let me kind of phrase this for you a second. Um and let me tell you what they didn't announce. They didn't announce anything Halo-related. And so I guess they still technically have time to announce that stuff, but this is the, the show to do it. So I'm guessing that there's no Halo hero game coming with the Scorpio. But what they are doing is loading up on indie games. And you, you got to think of indie games as the minor league of gaming, right? And so Microsoft is investing in these indie games, hoping that they are the next big franchise. If these indie games come out and they're huge success... <clears throat> And Microsoft basically has has made a bet and said, okay, we've kind of locked this IP down, and so then we can turn that into the next hero franchise, because that's what every console manufacturer, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they're all looking for those next big uh, Halo games, and the Mario games, the Metal Gear Solid games. They're looking for those, and how do they do that? They do that by funding indie games, see which ones materialize, see which ones do well, and then if they do, you know, they buy in for the sequel, they buy in for the long haul. And so that, a, a bunch of indie games definitely worth checking out. And also, they showed off Forza 7 in 4K 60 frames per second. It looks gorgeous. They do this every time with Forza. Forza is their hero game. Racing games are typically a little bit easier to get uh, the higher frame rates because, let's be honest, there's less going on. Um, it, they're a little bit, you know, they're, they're eye candy racing games. are, And I have no problem with that. That's just been Microsoft's staple. But I, I wouldn't expect everything going on. Um as for the look of the device, if you're listening to this on the audio and you haven't seen it yet, just think Xbox One S, but in black. It is very, very similar to that. Microsoft is also saying this is the smallest Xbox console ever. And so I'm guessing technically it's a little bit smaller than the Xbox One S. And also, uh, it looks like the power supply is built in. I think that was already known. But one of the things they are doing, there's liquid cooling in here. And so Microsoft actually said, hey, you know, this chip runs pretty hot and they're using server techniques for doing uh, the cooling, which really just means liquid cooling that it has an evaporation chamber, I believe is what they exactly said. And so this device is coming November 7th for 
hundred for four hundred ninety nine bucks plus tax for your local uh, demographic and all that good stuff. And so that is the basics. And I, and I don't want this to come off as negative. I'm very excited about where this is headed and what it's doing, but. Uh, there's some things you need to consider before you go and pre-order this. So first off, not all games are going to be 4K 60 frames per second. It's um, There's checkerboarding techniques. There's different ways they can get to 4K. Some games just won't be able to support it because either the dev shop doesn't have the capacity to, you know, tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak to get it to that. Um, there may not always be enough compute power. I know, micro, I know people are going to be like, oh my god, but it has six teraflops of compute or whatever. But... It's very hard to do 4K gaming. Like, just leave and look at the PC. If you, on the PC you want true 4K gaming, you're looking at spending uh, five to eight hundred dollars just on the video card. Just on the video card. That's more than the console. And so the fact that Microsoft is doing this at a 499 price point kind of show, goes to show that this is a value proposition to get into 4K gaming, which is amazing. But not every game is going to be perfect 4K 60 frames per second, and just just know that if going in it might be 4k 30 frames per second so um just keep that in mind and it's but it is better than the ps4 by country mile there, there's nobody questioning that and so the the, the next thing that kind of comes in and this is where i'm struggling with the most as an xbox gamer i've owned every single xbox that has come out um it, i've just bought them all and so I have a 4K TV, it's right behind me back there, and granted, I will see some benefit of buying this because I'll get uh, better frame rates, um, and for games that support 4K, you know, back there, uh, they will look better, They're, I'm not I'm not questioning that, but it's going to be the exact same experience as the Xbox One S, minus some of that visual fidelity, and my big thing that I was looking for is, I'm a, I know I'm going to be playing Destiny a lot, and I'll probably honestly be playing this player underground a lot. And I don't think either one of those are going to be supporting 4K, at least not from what we've been told so far. So for the two games I know I'm personally going to be playing, I don't know if I'm going to get much advantage spending $500 on a new console. So what I'm telling you is that if you're thinking of buying this and you already know the games you're going to play, check to make sure you're actually truly going to get a big benefit out of it. Because remember, $500 buys a lot of games. At 60 bucks a pop, you're looking at like nine games, eight games roughly. Um... Yeah, probably eight games if I could do math in my head. But that's eight games you could buy, or you could buy a console. That you know, you really gotta look at the trade-off of are you gonna get true benefit today on the console? I'm not saying don't ever buy this thing. We'll get there in a second. So for me, it's not a huge benefit because like I just said, so definitely check out what you're gonna buy and what you're gonna play because that will be a deciding factor because the, the OS is going to be the same. Uh, everything is backwards and forwards compatible. So if you're looking at a game, you're like, well, these three games won't, but this one game will. Everything is backwards and forwards compatible. Microsoft is doing an excellent job on this. Speaking of backwards compatible, they are bringing back OG original Xbox games to the console, like games they, they showed off Crimson Skies, which I'm a big fan of. And I'm actually hoping, God, if they bring Halo 2 back, it'll be the end of my productivity. But again, when I'm, and those games, by the way, should, uh, based on what they said, will play on the Xbox One S. So uh, again, not a big benefit for owning the X. So it kind of goes back to what are, what are you getting if you buy the X? Microsoft didn't show off anything in the VR space. And I th honestly think that this is a mistake. There's rumors flying around that they're working on a wireless headset for the Xbox One X for VR, which, don't get me wrong, will be great. But the fact that they didn't show off any VR, I, th I think, was a huge oversight. I, I really think this, mostly because the PS4 Pro does show off VR. And so if it's like, okay, I'm going to buy a next-gen console and I want to get a VR, um, well, Microsoft hasn't said anything. And granted, it was a little odd because 
because if you look at X, uh, the Best Buy website, they actually pit it, pitch it as a high fidelity VR machine. But Microsoft, again, didn't show anything off on stage, which kind of leaves this nagging gap. It's like, okay, we know, you know, like insiders and people who are dedicated know that things are coming, but Microsoft should have said something. They should have said, hey, we're going to have great VR experiences coming in 2018 and or even teased or whatever. But again, we're kind of here and no Halo. The whole Halo community has to be looking at this going like, guys, what is going on? This is a hero console for Microsoft and they're not. Uh, I love Halo. Don't get me wrong. If there was Halo in 4K I, I, and I'm not a big fan of Halo 5, so I guess I would be looking for or whatever the last Halo was. Although I did play a lot of Halo Wars. So I don't know. I was kind of hoping that we were going to see a next-gen Halo coming out, showcasing this stuff, but it appears that they've gone with Forza. So no Halo and no VR uh, make for one sad Brad. And uh, it's a tough sell, I think, at this point. And so what I am personally going to do is I think I'm going to just sit on this and wait until next year because I really want to see the VR experiences come to light. I don't think there's going to be, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're going to have some great gaming experiences at launch in 4K on the Scorpio. Um, I like the Scorpio name still, so still running with that. But $4.99 is a tough pill to swallow. That's a lot of, that's a lot of gaming money you're throwing into there. And I just kind of want to throw this out there because I think there's some ill-slanted hate towards this console. Um, it's a good device. It's a hero device. I think it's the right machine. I actually honestly like the branding a little bit too. It, it's, it might be a little confusing to parents, but I personally kind of like the Xbox One X name. It's not too crazy. They didn't go like way out of left field and call it something dumb. Um, and, and it just kind of fits into the model too of the mentality that, Hey, Xbox one is their platform and you can get super premium 4k or you can get value Xbox one S. And honestly, I think the pricing strategy across the board makes sense. If you're looking to get into gaming on the Xbox world, Xbox one S is starting at 250 bucks. Now that is a great price. And the Xbox one S is awesome. It does 4k streaming. It does HDR. Uh, you can get it with a two terabyte drive. There's nothing wrong with the Xbox One S for, I would honestly pitch like 90% of gamers today, not long term, but today, 90% of the gamers I think would be perfectly happy with the Xbox One S, especially if you don't have a 4K TV, the Xbox One S, there's no reason to buy it. Well, I shouldn't say there's no reason to buy it. You'll get, potentially get better frame rates and um, better, slightly better in, uh, gaming experiences, but not, I don't know, about $250 worth. And so... To, to pitch it in PC terms, I think of the Xbox One S as an NVIDIA uh, 1060, and I think of the Xbox One X as uh, a 1080 Ti, right? And that's the way I kind of break these two down in my head mentally. And so I think Microsoft has a good pricing strategy. I wish that we would have seen a little bit more about why you should spend an extra $250 on the Xbox One X. But if you wait a little bit of time, we all know price will drop. And I'm hoping that next year we will see an Xbox One X VR bundle for about $500. Um, knock $100 bucks off that. Maybe it's $550. But I think that would make uh, it for a killer machine. So... That's about it, guys. Definitely go check out, um, go find your favorite site. We, Paul and I both wrote some good stuff up on Throt about our experiences with it. And again, I'm, I'm happy with the console. I just kind of wish that they would have shown off a little bit more about why you should have bought 250 bucks other than just screaming 4K, 4K, 4K. Because we all know that graphics aren't everything. Look at Nintendo with uh, their latest uh, Breath of the Wild games, um, Zelda. Yeah, like the, the graphics on there are in comparison crap but that is selling like crazy and so 
yeah, we'll see, guys. We'll see. Thanks for tuning in on this special report. I know this is a little bite-sized chunk, but, you know, this is kind of reactionary day after type thing. And uh, we'll be back, or we'll be back. I'll be back on Friday doing the whole kit and caboodle. But as for now, this has been an Xbox One X special. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next time.